Hey guys, I'm Lauren. And I'm Teresa. And this is Teen Mom Mom Time. Welcome back to our podcast. We're here to give you more details on OK and Radar stories that you can't get enough of. We'll be bringing you top stories, clearing up rumors, giving you special teases, and having guests to give us more gossip. On this week's Teen Mom Time, we will be discussing Janelle Evans and her custody battle with Nathan Griffith's mom, Farrah Abraham's feud with Mob Wives star Drita, and we'll be recapping the very exciting episode from this week. Filling in for Laura MacGyver this week is Senior Executive News Editor of RadarOnline.com, Gina Bakioki. Gina, let's start off with Teen Mom Truth or Tale. Is Kaiser being kept from Janelle? An Instagram account, Dead Bee Mom Janelle, reported that Nathan's mom refuses to give Kaiser back to Janelle after his weekends with them. The reason is because there was apparently bruising on him and they're worried about his safety. So we actually spoke to Janelle herself. What did she say? She actually confirmed that it is true that Nathan's mom is keeping Kaiser after their visit ended. She said, I'm not okay, and said that all of her kids are safe and that fans need not worry about them. However, Nathan and his mom still seem very concerned about Kaiser, and they're not giving him back. There was actually a really scary video that surfaced of Nathan asking Kaiser, who put the marks on your butt? And he responded, David. And, you know, we've obviously seen on episodes really scary scenes where there could be, you know, some type of abuse. And, you know, his mom also filed that emergency protection of custody in September of 2017. So this has been going on for a while. So it looks like, you know, authorities are finally doing something about it. Right. Doris has been fighting with Janelle for a really long time, ever since she accused her of smoking marijuana while she was pregnant, which Janelle later confirmed, but said, I believe she has anxiety issues. right? Right. Yes. However, a lot of fans were really upset about that. I know it seems really shocking that a woman would do drugs while she's pregnant. So they've been fighting for several months now, and it looks like it's just heating up. And a source also told Radar last night that Janelle hopes to take Doris to court to try to get Kaiser back in her custody as soon as possible. So Radar actually looked into it, and right now there are no court hearings at this time. Um, You know, I'm sure that will change in the next few days. And, you know, it looks like Kaiser is still with Nathan. And as we saw, they had these two attempts to kind of show that everything is false. We saw Janelle posted that Father's Day gift from Kaiser. And David even posted a video of Kaiser kind of like falling to show like, oh, you know, he bruises easily. He's a really clumsy kid. So they're trying everything they could to mix the rumors. Right. But I feel like it would probably make more sense just to be honest <laughs> instead of <laughs> having to be quiet. These, yeah. Or say nothing, but just say, guys, there's these rumors out there. It's not true. The allegations are completely untrue instead of just saying, oh, Kaiser's really clumsy. Look what he did. He fell. Or, oh, look, David's the best dad ever. And just kind of be honest with their fans about what's going on with them. Who do you think should have custody of Kaiser? Oh, my goodness. I mean, (laughs) I don't want to say there is no direct evidence that David has been abusing Kaiser or any of the kids. We've never seen it on the episode. No. Yeah. No one's ever seen Or no one has ever come forward saying that they saw David hit him. Right. So honestly, unless the court decides otherwise, I think Janelle should be able to keep Kaiser. Mm -hmm. However, if Doris 
proves that David's been abusing Kaiser, obviously I think that Kaiser should be staying with Doris and Nathan. I agree. And I mean, do you think that maybe they may do some type of like supervised visit, kind of like Chelsea and Adam Lind, just in the beginning, just to kind of see if something's really going on? I guess that would make... I'm not sure what the laws are in um, North Carolina, but perhaps that's what the court will just will determine that there needs to be supervision for all the visits or or most of the custody between um, Kaiser and Janelle, just to make sure that Kaiser's being well taken care of. Either way, it sounds like an enormous mess, and hopefully, it'll get sorted for Kaiser's sake as soon as possible. Next, we have Teen Mom Top 3. We'll start with Farrah Abraham's fight with Drita Devanzo, which really exploded last weekend. That was insane. So we had interviewed Farrah right before her appearance in Atlantic City. She was going to be hosting uh, Scores Nightclub, their grand opening in Atlantic City. And she had told me in the interview that she was really excited to work with Drita. They're both, you know, lady bosses, and she was excited to you know, host this with her. And the next day she goes to Instagram Live and slams her and just basically accuses her of being unprofessional. Um, a source told Radar that this whole thing started because the club was kind of favoring Drita and giving her more of the attention, which makes sense because, you know, Drita's really big in New York and New Jersey. I don't know if many people really know Farah as much over here. Um, and then Drita fought back and it was really scary. She threatened to slap her in the face. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Farah's a really outspoken celebrity and that's great for her. I don't think anyone should stifle themselves or censor themselves in any way, but I think she should know not to mess with someone who is on the show called Mob Wives. Um, <laughs> I know that sources told Radar that perhaps... Uh, Farrah could be in some sort of danger and that she should really watch her back and be careful what she says. Um, It looks like Farrah hasn't said anything in a few days, so maybe she's really learning and kind of silencing herself at least until it all blows over. So Drita posted a video on Sunday, and it was very scary. She said, I don't know who you dealt with in the past, but you got the wrong mother effer. I'm not going to close fist punch you in the face. I'm going to open hand smack the F out of you. So I went back down too. (laughs) Yeah, I think that Farah's really outspoken, and that's part of why she's famous. But in the future, maybe she should be a little bit more cautious of who she's going to slam on social media. And reports were claiming that she was going to look into filing a restraining order against Drita. Um, I don't know if that would make her a little more mad. <laughs> I, I don't know. know if Drita would listen to the restraining order. Right, but Farah seems like she's back home now, correct? Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe she is actually safe from Drita smacking her in the face. Hopefully, because we like Farah. We want her to be safe and <laughs> no victim of any mob hits. <laughs> So our second topic is this week's episode. It was a crazy one. Let's start off with some fun. Chelsea announced that she's having a baby girl. The announcement was so exciting. It was so sweet how she kept it from Cole and her and Aubrey like planned this whole thing to do the reveal to not only the crew, but to Cole as well. And he seemed so happy and so surprised. And it's just really amazing that they're such good parents and they're so excited for their third child. And... Um, Aubrey seems so excited to be another a big sister all over again. And it sucks because a lot of people were complaining that they don't get enough screen time. And it's really unfortunate because I think that they're such a role model couple and family. And it would be nice to see a little bit more of them on TV. I know they're not the most dramatic, 
but it's fun to see them and to see, you know, stability and healthiness in a relationship. <laughs> right. I mean, unfortunately, it's the drama that brings in the ratings and brings in the viewers. So I guess we'll just keep seeing less and less of Chelsea <laughs> and her very happy ending. I know. And uh, Leah had a little scary moment with Allie. She was saying that she was passing out at school and, you know, she can't even walk up the three steps to her house and, you know, her body's all tingly and Dr. Sao actually recommended they move up the appointment to go see him. So it's scary. It seems like her condition is worsening. As we know, she suffers from muscular dystrophy. Yeah, it was so heartbreaking to see. And it's really wonderful to see how great of a mom Leah has become after suffering from um, anxiety, depression, and reported substance abuse issues. A few years ago, she went to rehab, and ever since then, she's been a really focused mom, and it's just really, really sad to see her going through this, and Corey as well. Also, do you think that Jeremy and Leah, do you think that they should get back together? I don't, and the reason is because I feel like once she kind of had an issue, he was done. He didn't want to deal with it. I mean, you know, there were those drug rumors. She went to rehab for anxiety and depression. And I feel like he kind of, you know, they hit a rough patch and he was out. And I just, that's a little scary because what happens if it happens again? You know, you can't rely on him to be there. And I just think that I think she can find someone who's a little more supportive. And also Jeremy's never home. And I think she, you know, deserves to have a husband who's there 24-7. That's so true. I mean, it's for better or for worse when you say your marriage vows. And it seems like... It just seemed like the first rough patch they had in their marriage, he was just out. Yeah. So on the show with Janelle, this was the first episode where David was not a part of the show after last week he was fired for the homophobic and transphobic comments he made on Twitter earlier this year. And it seemed like Janelle was in complete denial. She even said, no, David wasn't fired. I just want to know, okay, if he wasn't fired, then why isn't he filming? Like, she had no explanation as to where he is. She just said, oh, he's just not filming right now. Okay, but why? (laughs) Right. I mean, I'm just confused about how the season is going to end up without her having her husband on air. If it's a show about her life, it seems kind of strange that we're not going to be able to see her family anymore. And I believe that Ensley stopped filming as well. I think this is great for Babs because I feel like now Babs, you know, as we know, she retired from working at Walmart. So, you know, she has a little more screen time now now that David and Ensley aren't there. So I think we'll be seeing more of Babs and more of Janelle and her one friend. Also, what we forgot to mention is Jace had that really strange line calling his um, his stepfather and his mother pieces of S-H-I-T. Yeah, I mean, he basically said how they put Kaiser in daycare while the rest of the family got to go on the boat, which is so sad. Because obviously it's a big family activity, everyone together, and it kind of seems like maybe they don't want to deal with Kaiser that day. Um, and yeah, he called them pieces of, you know, S-H-I-T because of it. So it's crazy. It's also really disturbing. Where did he learn that language? Like, where is he hearing as an eight-year-old? It's just really disturbing that that's the first thing that comes to mind to call his mother and his stepfather. And hopefully we don't see that in weeks to come, his more of his, um, really strange, like disturbing behavior. There was a scene in that episode where Bab said to Jace, Janelle explained it, that Bab said to Jace, when you're 10 years old, you can decide who you want to live with. And I'm really curious to see who he chooses because I feel like when he's with Janelle, he's like, oh, I want to live with mommy. And then when he's with Babs, he wants to live with, you know, Meme. So who do you think he'll choose? I mean, I'm not sure, but it seems like 
he spends almost all of his time with Babs, his meme, so maybe that's who he'll choose. And it'll be really interesting to see how the next two years fold out. Yeah. Also on the episode, we had Javi breaking up with Brianna, basically because she refused to move to Delaware. I give her props for that because they were only dating for a few weeks and he wanted her to, <laughs> and this was, I believe, in November and he wanted her to move to Delaware in the summer. How could you possibly uproot your children and your whole life after only dating someone for a few weeks? I mean, I think it's insane, but I mean, I'm just really impressed that she stood her ground and she put her children first. She didn't want to pull her children out of school. She didn't want to pull her children away from their family, like her mom, Roxanne, and her sister, Brittany. That would be really traumatic. And I'm glad that she stood her ground with that. And if that led to the end of the relationship, so be it. Isn't it crazy how he like told Kale first before telling Brianna? Yeah, she says they weren't on good terms. And then in the preview for next week, Kale tells Leah over dinner that she hooked up with Javi. So it looks like that's going to explode next week. Insane. And um, Brianna actually posted on Instagram Live, it's frustrating to watch because my feelings were true and to see how fake everything was hurts. But that's in the past. I just want to move forward. Do you think that the relationship was fake on Javi's end? No, I I mean, I think that the feelings seem real on both mm-hmm. sides. I know that Javi seemed to genuinely really love her, but it seems like he has some issues about like, growing attached way too soon to work out. So, Javi, if you're listening, it seems like you really need to get to know someone first <laughs> before you make a commitment. Well, unfortunately, he cannot listen to you, Gina, because he has gotten his new girlfriend, Lauren, pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> As Brittany said on the episode, he tried to trap Brianna. And now it looks like he has trapped Lauren. But they look happy, so maybe not. I mean, maybe this will finally be the happy ending. It seems like Javi just, all he's ever wanted is to have a stable family yeah. life while he's um, he's supporting and working in the military. And I know that must be really traumatic to be, uh, to be detached from your family for so long when he's deployed. So hopefully this is the happy ending he's getting with Lincoln and with Lauren and their new baby. And, you know, I feel like during his marriage to Kale... She was always, you know, it was always about her friends. I feel like she always wanted to hang out with her friends. She never wanted to have, like, husband-wife time with him. So I think, you know, because that marriage wasn't successful, he really wants something, you know, to be with someone who makes him a priority. So I'm excited to see where his relationship with Lauren goes. Yeah, I really hope that this is the happy ending he always wanted. And we're always rooting for Javi. We want everyone to be happy and to feel um to feel really happy in their relationships. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Our third topic, Brianna actually tried to reignite her feud with Kale. She posted, B-I-T-C-H, you are a crazy ex-wife slash baby mama. What do you think about her saying that? Oh, here we go again. It feels just so unnecessary. This was all filmed months ago. Why is she reigniting this feud? It seems like it was water under the bridge. I don't understand why Brianna wants to really bring this up again. It seems like they should just let let it go. I have to say, though, if I found out that my ex-boyfriend went back to his wife literally a day after we split, I think I'd go off on Twitter too. (laughs) Right, but maybe next time she can call a friend and complain and not go on social media to millions of followers. Or text Kale, you have her number. Right, give her a call, talk it out privately. 
On this week's Teen Mom Tease, it just keeps getting worse and worse for Farrah Abraham. Not only was she arrested in June for battery, but she was fired from Teen Mom a few months ago. Now, Radar has found out that her yogurt business, Froco, has shut down. Check out RadarOnline.com to find out why. We'd also like to give a shout out to our producer, Sam, who's done an amazing job helping us bring this podcast to life. So happy birthday, Sam. He is 36 this week and he does not look a day over 21. So happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it for us this week. Check out RadarOnline.com and OKMagazine.com for more Teen Mom stories. Bye. Bye.